Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. My name is Phil Nason. His name is David Hess. And we're here to talk DFS fantasy basketball with you tonight. Hess, what's happening, my friend? Not a lot. Just uh, checking out some basketball. It must be nice. Uh, I don't have time to. <laughs> I, I watch tennis. You know what? I have kids that I coached that are playing in the Australian Open, which is it's, it's amazing, really. From a small country in Greece. And you know... I have to get up and watch them. Today I had to do a podcast. One of my former students is in this big match tomorrow. And I, I have to make a prediction, right? What do you think I did? You know me did a little predict, bit. Did you predict him to lose? Her. Um, no. I, did, I, I didn't say anything. You know why? Because if I predict her to lose and she listens to this, she's going to think that I don't believe in her anymore. <laughs> And I, I want her to win. I mean, it looks good for all of us. But anyway, how's life in the DFS world? It's good. I had that uh, 21st place finish last week for golf. I was, uh, I was winning 10K for about five minutes. So I ended up winning 300. So it's been a pretty good week in DFS for me. I haven't played in a week, so I don't know. Um, I don't have time. <laughs> and... Uh, because every time I try to do something, somebody else wants something. You ever you ever have that happen to you? Sometimes. I get it every day. But uh, that's that's soon to be over. But anyway, we have a three-game slate on Thursday night. The games are Washington versus Cleveland, which I hope to actually be at if no one bothers me. Um, Los Angeles Lakers in Brooklyn Nets, which I don't ever intend to go to. And Dallas in Portland. Now... There's about five guys here that are high-priced. It's a three-game slate. Do you fade someone like, say, Luka Doncic or LeBron James? How can you fade them on a three-game slate? I think that Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving makes it easy, uh, especially if if, uh, KP plays. With him off the court, Luka goes from like 1.7 fantasy points per minute down to 1.5. And 1.5 still sounds ex- like extremely high, but at 12,300, it's, it's not a good formula. So, you know, I think having Anthony Davis at 9,500 makes fading LeBron and Luka a lot easier. See, I'm, not, I, I'm a fan of Anthony Davis, but not in fantasy because... He misses a lot of time. You know, he spends, he leaves more games than any other NBA player. Did you know that? Uh, I feel like I've heard it before, but I love that stat because it makes everybody else never play him, even in good matchups. Well, this is a cheap matchup. But, uh, and as far as Kyrie Irving goes, nah, I always pass on him. You know, all that razzle-dazzle, he doesn't win. But I guess you don't have to win in DFS, do you? No, he just uh, he just scored sixty three points against Utah the other night. That's uh, what I feel like a similar matchup to the Lakers is like at eighty four hundred. Um, that looks really good to me. LeBron's <laughs> going to want to smash him though. LeBron hey, no, always wants to smash him, smash Kyrie Irving. <laughs> always. I don't know if he can in his in his old age now. Well, I think he still can. I might take Kyrie in that matchup. Yeah. LeBron's six ten, you know. I mean, he's a pretty big boy, but uh, so you would probably now when you said KP, you're referring to Kristaps Porzingis, 
Now, do you play yeah. do you play Porzingis then? Because you're going to need somebody in this game, because the Portland Trailblazers don't play defense. Yeah, I'd probably actually stack that game. It's going to be really popular to stack Washington, Cleveland because mm-hmm. they're both terrible. Right. Um, it's so weird that every time we do these podcasts, Cleveland's on the slate. Guards against Cleveland. I've or- I organized it. it that way because I actually watch their games. <laughs> Yeah, guards against Cleveland's a smash, even if I'm not stacking that game. I'll, I'll probably play Ish Smith. Maybe Isaiah Thomas. I, I haven't seen how cheap he is. Um, let me see. Isaiah Ish Thomas Smith, 4, is... 4700 And 3400 on DraftKings. Yeah, 3400 That looks great. Even at 18 minutes a game. On a three-game slate, that's something you do. Um, but anyway, um, the Dallas-Portland game, I think, is a very stackable game. Um, the Dallas defense is uh, average at best. It, it shows as a good defense, but it's it's really not. Um, they, they didn't do much to upgrade it is what I'm saying. It's like a spot that I like to attack on smaller slates because the numbers say not to, but they're, they're really around like league average, I feel like. I don't have numbers to back that up. It's just been something I've done this year. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I won't play Lillard at, at almost 10K, but Whiteside at 8.8. Uh, McCollum at 6.7 if he plays. Carmelo at 6K. Um, Porzingis at 8K. Uh, all of those are, are good plays. And then they both both teams have a lot of smaller guys. It'll be Ariza's first game. He's at 3,500. Yeah, now that's who Portland. I was looking at, Trevor Ariza. Yeah, so we have Ariza. We have... Um, you know, we have Simons if McCollum doesn't play. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been playing a good bit. I just feel like there's a lot of um, good pieces that are cheaper to where you can easily play probably four or five guys in this game and get this nice 10-30 late-game hammer uh, stack going. That makes sense. Um, I I would probably fade Doncic also, but I wouldn't fade LeBron James. I got to have one of those two guys. Yeah, for me, just playing the expensive guys, I really can't ever do it unless there's a value piece that I love, which Isaiah Thomas at 3500 after I look into that a little bit, maybe LeBron and Isaiah Thomas ends up being a, a good two-by-two two to you know match up against. But for the most part, I'm usually team fade 10K and over. I very rarely will play somebody at that price. Even on a three-game slate because you're going to need those big points, and those guys are the ones that are going to do that, right? Well, see, if it was a three-game slate where we had those 10Ks, but we didn't have Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, um, Damian Lillard, Whiteside, Kevin Love, uh, Porzingis, Bradley Beal, these are all guys that I think can score 50, 60 fantasy points at a cheaper price. So unless I think Luka and LeBron's going to score 70 it doesn't make a lot of sense to, to pay the extra 3K for those. I feel that, but Which, I, I have to go the other way because here you got to get as many points as you can. Now, okay, Beal, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying about Bradley Beal. Kyrie, sure, but the Lakers play pretty decent defense. Don't forget that. They do, um, especially with everybody back fully healthy. But, I mean, you can get Kevin Love and Bradley Beal for 15K when, you know, at the same time you're looking at um, LeBron James and um, either Larry Nance Jr., Davis Bertans, 
or Maxi Kleber for the same price. I mean, which of those two by twos do you really want to play? I mean, for me, I'd much rather have Kevin Love and Bradley Beal. I would take those guys too, but again, to me, I mean, this is just me, but uh, LeBron's good for what he gets. Doncic is the best player in the NBA right now. I mean, it's hard to, I know the price tag is high, but he's going to get points. I mean, okay, he might only average 1.5 points instead of 1.7, but that's still a lot of points. I mean, you, it is. you got guys like, who do, now who else did you say? You you have somebody, or oh, Ish Smith? He's, yeah, Ish Smith. He could go bust. See, that's the thing. These guys don't go bust, do they? Well, bust is a relative term. I mean, if you play LeBron James and you get 45 points, that's a bust. You know, you're happy with 45 points from um, Kevin Love. You're happy with it from Bradley Beal at 7,700. But at 10K, if you get 45 points, you're probably losing on a three-game slate. Well, Kevin Love's <laughs> not I, – I hear that, but Kevin Love's not going to get 45 points. He plays Washington, are you sure? Uh, he's not going to get 45. <laughs> he, here's the reason. Because they're not going to let him. They don't play him often enough now. Uh, they're pulling him out of games quicker. He, he's not getting his minutes like he used to. Because they're going to trade him. They don't want him to get hurt. I was afraid of that for a while. But Kevin Love has now hit 30-plus minutes in um, 12 straight games. And he had a 49-pointer against Chicago. He had 43 against Denver. And he had 49 against Detroit all since January 7th. So in this matchup against Washington, that's that's really somewhere that I'm definitely going to be looking. And that's a good call right there. That's what I wanted you to say, what he's done. That's that's exactly right. Now, there's other players, though. You know who I actually like on this slate? And he's only 4,900 is Carice Levert. He's starting to feel good, and uh, it looks like he's starting to get some minutes too, right? Yeah, Levert was one of my um, favorite players early in the season when him and, and him and Kyrie were both playing in the beginning. Um, you know, he finished the season before really strongly, and when the season started, they only priced him mid-range, even though he was still a uh, focal point of the offense. So with him coming back around, that's somewhere that, that I definitely start looking more and more on a three-game slate at 4,900. I think that's really viable. I mean, you know, he's down there at Dwight Howard and Tim Hardaway Jr. So, like, I'd, I'd definitely rather play him over those two guys, which are priced similarly um, to, to Levert. That's fair. You know who else is a, a good play tomorrow night? Jetty Osmond. 28, yeah. He's 4,400. He's going up against Washington. He'll go, he'll go overlooked even on a three-game slate. Yeah, that Washington Cleveland game is uh, is a gold mine. I, um, you know, I was telling you in the beginning that that stacking Dallas Portland would be the contra- the contrarian um, thing to do, but the smart thing to do in this game is really to stack this game. Oh yeah, I, I really think that there's just so many low priced options that finding a different way to be different than fading this game is your way to win. Fading fading this game will get you nothing, I don't think. I mean, between Kevin Love at 8,100, Bradley Beal at 7,700, Tristan Thompson at 7,300, um, and then lower guys, you know, Davis Bertans is only 5K. Right. McRae, 5K. Thomas Bryant, um, you know, 4,700. Ish Smith, 4,700. These are all, you know, guys that see 30-plus minutes playing two terrible teams that you could literally get for nothing. 
you can very easily play five or six of these guys and still have plenty of salary left over for um, you know two or three guys in the later games. That makes sense. You know, Cleveland plays better defense at home. Uh, okay, their record isn't so good because, you know, he's just putting guys out on the floor. They're trying to get lottery picks, of course. But their defense is not bad. I like Darius Garland better than Colin Sexton. It's $1,000 cheaper, and I think you're going to get about the same thing. Yeah, my my theory with Cleveland is that um, the bigger you get, the better defense they have. I'd rather play guards. I've I said this every podcast so far. I might as well say it again. I'd rather play guards against Colin Sexton and Darius Garland than forwards and centers against Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. But even there, you know, league average or slightly above league average. So, you know, players like Bradley Beal at 7,700 and and Thomas Bryant at 4,700 are still good plays, but the best plays are going to be the guards. But then getting the right guards on this Washington team that plays like four of them is going to be the big thing. So you go after Beal and you just don't take anyone else. Beal's um, going to have maybe. Beal has the highest usage. He's going to do the I most. Beal's been starting at, at small forward, which is what really throws me off there. Um, the the last like two weeks since he's came back from injury, they've been playing him at forward instead of shooting guard. If he was at shooting guard at seventy seven hundred, I'd tell you to play him in a hundred percent of your lineups. But at small forward, it's it's a little different where, you know, they're running out Gary Payton for 26 minutes a game, and Ish Smith's playing, you know, 20 minutes a game. Or, not Ish Smith, I'm sorry. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is playing 20 minutes a game. Ish Smith's playing, you know, 25, 30 minutes a game. And then Bradley Beal's playing a lot of forward, which isn't the spot that I love to play against Cleveland. Not that I won't still play him, just not as much as I would if he was still playing shooting guard for most of his game. Yeah, but the way Brooks runs his offense is pretty positionless. I think that's what he's trying to shoot for. So I don't worry about where he is. He's going to get his no matter where he goes, especially against Cleveland. Yeah, that that's to a certain point as well. But um, the last, my last thing to drive home on Bradley Beal is, you know, before he got hurt, he had 57, 60, and 47 fantasy points. And since he's come back, even though he's playing about the same amount of minutes, he's had 39, 32, 34, 23, and 39. So you can see where there is a bit of a drop-off there. But at 7,700, his ceiling still is just as high as all the other stars. You know, he could get you 60 points realistically. And at 7,700 against Cleveland, you, you don't shy away from that. So you pull the trigger completely on Beal then, right? If I was playing one lineup, I'd have Bradley Beal. If I was playing 10 lineups, he'd be an 8 of 10. Okay, that's good. So who else do you like in this game? Because we've already covered the Dallas-Portland game. Um. My my favorites, besides Bradley Beal, would probably be Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. Um, I also like Chetty. Yeah, Chetty's tough. Yeah, I like Chetty. I I like uh, I like Darius Garland the best. Um, Larry Nance Jr. I I don't mind him. It should be an interesting game, that's for sure. Now the Lakers in Brooklyn. Now you've already said you like Anthony Davis more than LeBron James. Are there any cheap plays on either side you like before we say goodbye to the nice people? Um, I'm still interested in playing Kyle Kuzma if Anthony Davis is still limited. If he is still limited, um, Anthony Davis over LeBron becomes uh, um, a bad gamble. 
if if it comes out that Anthony Davis is going to play like under 30 minutes, um, I'm not going to touch him even on a three game slate. It it would that would give LeBron a big boost for me, but it would also give Kyle Kuzma a big boost for me at 4600 against Brooklyn, who um, they're actually pretty good against forwards. Um, guard was always the spot to attack with Brooklyn too before uh, Kyrie and Levert came back. It's still like a decent spot. If Rondo plays, I would probably have a little bit of interest there. And Wilson Chandler actually is one of those guys that you can you can play almost dirt dirt cheap all the time and know that he's going to get you 20 fantasy points. So if no real value opens up, which I don't see it happening unless there's a surprise rest or something, I think that Wilson Chandler at 3,400 is a great way to maybe even fit in an extra one of those 8 to 10K guys that I was talking about while still getting 20 fantasy points for it. I like that. I like Jared Allen in, Bro- in the Brooklyn game for Brooklyn. I always like Torian Prince, always. Um, I, I think he's still getting the 30 minutes a game. He, he's been lighting it up, and I think he's a good play, especially at that price. I can't believe how cheap he is. And let me see. I had one more guy from Brooklyn. I can't remember who that was. Oh, uh, talk on it. Um, I, I like. I really like Joe Harris. I always have, but I don't think he's going to be a slate breaker in this one. And then from the Lakers, um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I think he's going to get thirty minutes against Brooklyn because he only played twenty-one minutes the night before. I think he. I think that Vogel moves him back and forth like that to kind of save him. The other guy that could be okay is Alex Caruso, especially if Rondo doesn't play. I think he might be all right as a as a one-off gamble in, in a multiple lineup setting. I don't mind him. And, oh, okay, I had one more. I'm sorry. Um, okay, you know what? I'm with you on Kyle Kuzma. See, we agreed on something tonight, Hess. <laughs> Are you okay over there? Uh, are you sure you're going to be all right? Yeah. Because um, <laughs> cause I know it's yeah, a shock uh, that I agreed with you tonight. Yeah, you got me last time on uh, Miles Plumlee. I think he had 48 fantasy uh, points. Mason so. Plumlee, yes, I did. And Javier, if you're <laughs> listening, you still owe me my cut. <laughs> Can you imagine having a guy at 2% owned? You know, it's funny because on a four game actually, you know, I, I started the build and I put Plumlee in. And then I switched him out for Jokic. I did the same right damn lock. thing. That was the last time I played too. <laughs> you know what? I did. I do that too. Um, I, I I decided. You know something? I I think I have a better idea, and I should have stuck with my original idea. Do you have any last second thoughts or last minute yeah, thoughts? So, um, you know, right before I was just kind of going through to see if I could find. Um, one person that I thought would be overlooked, that could be that GPP play. Mm-hmm. And I think I've actually settled on Spencer Dinwiddie. Ah, yes. All the Brooklyn, you know, he's 7K. Mm-hmm. And because of uh, Kyrie and Levert, uh, a lot of people aren't playing him anymore. His ownership stays pretty low. But in the month of January, he has had three games with 40-plus, maxing out at 59. So the ceiling is still there. And on a three-game sl- slate, if you're able to get Dinwiddie at 7K under you know, 10 12% ownership and he hits one of those 40, 50-point games, then that's that's the kind of play that I think would win you this slate. You know what? That's a very good call. You did a great job once again. It's so much fun working with you, dude. Yeah, I enjoy these. These are nice. I appreciate that. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Listen, uh, Win Daily Sports, $20 a month. You get all kinds of things. The most important thing you get is you get our Discord chat room. And you get access to guys like Javier and, and David Jones and David Hess and, and and several others who I are all on my staff and I can't remember because I've done three podcasts now and I, I, I'm tired. But the bottom line is you get more value for that 20 bucks than you will get anywhere else in the DFS industry. Mark my words, I've been around a long time. I've been around since the very beginning of this thing with a daily joust. Never forget it. For David Hess, I'm Phil Nasons. We want to thank you for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast.